All right, how y'all doing, CT Squad? It's your boy Mike. And your boy Alex. Welcome to another episode of Couch Talks. If this is your first time listening to us, Couch Talks is a podcast series dedicated to the emotional intelligence and character development for the average millennial. We need all things business, finance, relationships, spirituality, got it right again, uh, all the above. So, if that sounds good to you, pull up a couch, seat, chair, grab a beer, and uh, let's talk. So we are back on our usual on our usual guest grind again. So uh, for the ones that didn't hear last week's uh, podcast, the first episode of the season, it was just Alex and I. But we got uh, back in our guest list, and we have ourselves Cody up here today. Freaking thanks for joining us, bro. Freaking uh, tell us a little about yourself. I mean, I, I know I can get all to how I know about you, but uh, before getting that, let's just tell tell us about you. Right. Well, shoot. Uh Damn, man. Well, first of all, honored to be here. I've been listening to you guys, and I love what you're doing. Uh, so props to you guys. And first of all, uh, like I said, my name's Cody. Um, I came from kind of a little rocky road, you know, growing up and all that. But, uh, you know, through that and perseverance, and I was able to, out of high school, feeling like a failure, become an entrepreneur. And that's what I've been doing the past few years uh, in the marijuana industry, trying to make sure that, you know, going to the meetings, attending the things, making, trying to make my passion and dream really just become a reality. And um, because I didn't I didn't have that when I was younger, man, I didn't have stability. I didn't have uh, my mind just was not in in the right place, you know. And so uh, now that I'm I'm ready to take the world on, it almost feels like, you know, the world's my oyster. And I try to take on as much responsibility as I can because they say idle hands only lead to trouble, you know. And I'm pretty sure that's somewhere in the Bible, too. For any of the re- religious listeners, but you know, it's it, it is true. It's a fact. Anytime my hands were idle, it it got me into trouble. But now I'm back on my feet and I'm ready to go, man. You That's know what I'm saying? Up, bro. Ready I to hit life head yeah. on. Absolutely, bro. For sure. I mean, hell, like, I feel like because you were a great behind me, I believe, right? You yeah, graduated. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm known you for a while since high school, but I don't know. Like I disappeared for a while, obviously because I graduated and then I lost track of you. So I'm like. When Alex mentioned, like, oh, Cody, and I'm like, wait a second, I know this Cody, I know right, this name, and I'm right. like, oh, shit, so, yeah, it's great that we freaking were able to reconnect, bro. Yeah, well, no, 100%, yeah. man, it's great yeah. to be here and just enjoying brews, it's a, I love what you guys do, man. Hell yeah, bro, I appreciate it's you. It's excellent, bro, for real, for real. Dude, what was sick is I had Cody up on Snapchat, so I seen he was doing some good things, and... I figured I'd invite him on this podcast. Yeah, bro, absolutely. So that's crazy how small of a world it is. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. I feel like a, same thing. If I would have ran across Cody on Snap or whatever else, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, bro, you got to get on here. But freaking a small world, and that's why we have a platform like this, to reconnect with people, find new ones, and share stories and help others. So for yeah, sure. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, Michael. So, yeah, I won't hold you up. I know you're, you're dancing in your pants over here. Let's get into your, new your liquid, liquid curd, curd segment. segment. Yeah, I feel you. I so feel it's you. this Blood Range Rennie. This one's kind of cool. It looks like a little samurai dude on a skateboard, bro. It is cool, man. <laughs> it is kind of dope. Where's where, it from? Um, where was oh, it? Oh, Muskegon, born? right? Yeah, Muskegon. Muskegon, Michigan. We're yeah. back to the Michigan brews. Yeah, I feel you, man. Back to I Michigan. I mean, it's Michigan's got some good brews. Bro, we I'll don't give do much that. here. We really does. Yeah, Mainly, no, we're we really don't. big in the beer. So, hey, I'm down for it. Yeah. Well, let's see let's how it tastes. Yeah, 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 totally. Cheers. 
Whoa. Okay. Bite. There's a bite there for sure. All right, so we're back on the IPA grind. <laughs> I see how it is. I mean, Ooh. it's not that bad. This one's actually not because it's got like oranges in it. I like that orange. You flavor. can tell it's orange, yeah, though. It's like, like, it's orange. It's 9.4% too. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's healthy for me. <laughs> Gee, I mean, as a smoker, right, you know. Right, right, right. As a right. smoker, I'm used to, you know, I don't drink too often, but as a smoker, I'm looking and I'm like, wow, 9.4% yeah. on a beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, eight, getting, eight, I'm getting introduced eight. to something new. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm down for it. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah, it's not too bad. It is not too bad. Would you buy it again? Uh, yeah, nope. I'd probably buy it a couple of times. Really? It's not too bad. Yeah, for the price too? Nah, not for the price. You know how much was it? Uh, it was like fifteen and some change with tax here in Michigan for six. Okay. Yeah. Which ain't too bad. Yeah. But dude, they did have. I'm trying to get up on here. They had like four. It's like this buffalo bourbon style. It was 29 bucks for four of them. Jeez. Ooh, ooh. That <laughs> yeah. has to, you have to treasure those. It's like sips. You tiny do. Tiny sips yeah. for that price. You touched by a, by a relative of Jesus himself. It better be for that. that. It better float into my mouth. I don't even have to pick right. up the can. It's just, right. yep, just mm-hmm. in it. I'll be down Come for Come on now. <laughs> exactly. So, Mr. Wallace, what do you have for us today for a topic? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, this topic was brought up to me by Cody himself. And uh, I felt like it was a great one. It's on uh, internal wars. And it's how, based on, I guess, past or present, um, how you were, well, I guess what you went through in your past that created you into what you are now, and it's the struggles along the way. And again, you know, for the ones that don't know, again, if you're a first-time listener, this podcast is built on helping each other grow um, in many aspects, more than one. So we definitely want to return the favor as you guys continue to listen to us and help us grow uh, to we can help continue feeding you guys info on various things and helping you guys grow, too, at the same time, so sure i thought it'd be a good topic for today yeah. damn internal wars yeah it's bro. gonna be a topic yeah. Yeah. Ronnie. yeah it's deep this in the name it's gonna itself. be a topic for sure, sure. Well, for sure uh, so i guess i'll ask the first question to you guys because i'd like to hear your perspective first so what how would you define your internal wars uh, through like past experience wise we'll let the guys go first all right well i mean shoo. internal wars internal battles i mean as an ex-addict who's been through treatment three times plus i would say that every every day is a battle man every day is a different demon and it's just how true are you gonna stay to yourself how 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 willing are you to to put that selfishness and pity aside to push through and persevere and be there for the ones who care and love about you. You know what I'm saying? And it's, uh, you know, pushing through, making the uncomfortable comfortable. Right. You know, because me personally, you know, I I suffer from depression, anxiety, a, a variety of stuff. You know, and it's it, it's affected me in such a way to where, you know, now I have to be like, okay, you know, I got to push myself into the uncomfortable right. to right. make it comfortable. Right, right. That's you where know? the growth is at, for sure. Yeah, yeah. you got to be uncomfortable before you get comfortable. Right, so. and you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and call yourself out on your own bullshit. It's it's one of the hardest things to do, and it's, it's hard to break habits as yeah. well. But, yeah. I mean, once you really take a deep look into yourself... 
I mean, sometimes there's you realize you got some work to do. Yeah, I feel you know, and, yeah. and people are scared of the journey. Like yeah. I was saying right in the beginning, it's they're tough. scared. It's they tough. want the end result. Right. They want to rush it from beginning to get uh, to the end to the happy ending, like it's some type of movie. That's what's many things, right? Because even right. aside from like your addict stuff, even with like the marijuana business that you're right. doing now like people want to rush to the end of reaping all the reward and mm-hmm. that whole process in general is tough it's gotta yeah. be so yeah the, the yeah. amount of reinvesting the right. amount of passion the right. amount of loss i mean with any business you, you you don't even expect especially on a big scale you know i started a small time i'm small fish but with different businesses a lot of them don't see profit or even come close for about the next five years you know, so they bust their ass for that long before they really reap the reward of what they get. Now, what I do is definitely always going to be a side hustle. Right. You know, based on the state we live in, yeah. the way our laws <laughs> sure. are, yeah. um, it is not illegal to for uh, a stranger to be gifted mm-hmm. marijuana and then heard about receive this. it as a donation. Right. You know, so it, it's always going to be a side business for me. So, Ayo, do you usually ever do, uh, like, where you sound like my buddy, he was working for a company that was out of Ann Arbor. And they had ended up, like, gifting people chocolates. Like, they gifted them the marijuana, but they, they were paying for the chocolate. Right. You right. know, quotation. And when they were getting gifted the product right right that was the yeah there, yeah there's a lot of gray areas and a lot of a lot of loops that can be jumped through like even right now currently just a little off topic what normally goes in carts is delta 9 thc and what people don't realize is that uh distillate the delta 9 thc only holds the T THC only holds the psychoactive. There's no medicinal benefits to it. Oh, really? So when you go to the dispensary and you see, oh, I need a, a sativa cart to help me during the day. I need a hybrid cart because I need to help with during the day and with sleep. Or I need indica for sleep and just relaxation. I mean, for the most part, unless they are using cannabis-derived terpenes, which is so damn expensive, they would minimum have to charge about 50 to 75 a damn car if they were using cannabis-derived terpenes, you know? So a lot, a lot, a lot of these companies and a lot of these different, like, areas, they... they they got to reevaluate their business, man. They got to reassess, you know, the way that, that they are presenting to the people because it's, it's, well, it's sadly, crazy. Yeah, I mean, sadly, it's, it's been so much of America, right? They take advantage of people's, uh, I guess, non-researching, non-informing themselves about certain things. And they're right. like, all right. And taking people's yeah. word of mouth. Right. And they're right. like, all right, we'll right. just build upon this. And then before you know it, you're knee deep into something that you thought was how it was and it wasn't and you're like oh shit i didn't like for example right now what you just explained about carts i guarantee there's and most of our audience that is into that stuff probably didn't even know that about carts right so it's just right like, the sativa the right. indica the hybrid that's just a selling point right that's right. just a, a, a distillate by itself with just even regular botanical grade terpenes that hold no medicinal benefits it's extracted through multiple plants there's no sativa indica hybrid, 
but distillate is such a high amount of THC, a psychoactive, and the brain is such a powerful thing. If you study it, it, it you're able to convince yourself, hey, this is going to help me for sleep. Right. I'm going to bed now. Right. Or, hey, I need to go do lawn work. Oh, I'm ready to do lawn work now. It's, it's a selling point. So it's, it's hard to find even in what's been regulated nowadays, true medicinal value. Right, right. No, I feel that. I feel right. that. I it, feel, it's no, I'm hard. sorry. Yeah, it is. It is. It is for sure. I mean, I mean, I guess getting uh, back on topic. So I, I've talked a lot about uh, holding on to like a, a deep, a deep why. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing it, all the audience out there. But um, for you going There's through, always a why, bro. There is, There's but like always a why for you and like what you've like been through between you know the recovery and then just the business itself. Like, what was your why that kept you grounded to staying true to both processes? Like, what kept you centered throughout like, that whole thing? So ba- basically, what you're saying is what made me want to go into the industry. Well, I guess, yeah, so I guess, yeah, like, so. both, so, like, what, like, not just getting in there, but, like, obviously, you're going to have your hardships through there, right? right. So, like, course, times when you didn't, when you want to give up, but chose not to, like, what right. was the thing that, like, so, held you not, yeah. Let's go back in time for a minute, pretend I'm a little bit younger. Uh, right. Like I said, I, I've, I've gone through treatment a couple times, and uh, just because sometimes, I, I have really bad ADHD myself, so impulse i'm not too good at if i see something i want it i grab it and they got me into a lot of trouble uh you know while i was out there but the second time i went into treatment i uh after i got out i started working for a delivery service on weed maps and they were out in shelby township and they basically fed me to the damn sharks they had me on the road 10 wow. plus hours a day Jeez. Uh, and it was an hour drive there hour drive back it was good money but what i learned out there was hey you know what i can do this right on a smaller scale and make more profit than the boss is making See? because i don't have yeah. workers to pay right and i don't have something currently that keeps me occupied so i took my knowledge and i took everything that I learned with that job and was able to sit down with a friend of mine, um, just say Mikey P. And he, uh, I told him, I was like, look, you're a grower. I know the people. Let's go into business to get together. Let's, let's create a brand name that no one's heard before. Let's be able to bring, uh, you know, top quality products at a low price and uh let the let's break the market because the potential was there and every year i just watch the prices go up and up and up and after studying the medicinal benefits to me that's just sick watching them raise the price and and keep raising it for people who truly need it whether they're 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 cancer patients or suffer from severe uh, anxiety or pain it's such a relief when I worked for that company it's called MDOT out in uh, Shelby Township I mean dude I, it was the greatest feeling to walk into someone's home and see you know meet the husband at the door and in the background I can see the woman in the chair sick as a dog scrawny as bones blanket over her feet she can't even move and I'm able to provide her with a substance that gives her more pain relief and more 
you, you know, better than a doctor can. You know, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel happy and proud. And, you know, it, it, it built my passion for it a lot more and more as I realized the more I was helping people. Right. That's why, yeah, that's important. That's why I tell people so much because so many people look at trying to reinvent the wheel. And mm. you just really explain like a lot of entrepreneurs and their startups in general. They just realize what was currently going on in the market they were in. They're like, mm. oh, shit, I can just do that myself. That gray area. And then he saw how that affected people positively. And they're like, shit, well, that's a, well, uh, at least one example of a great why to hold on to. Like, it's not just benefiting me, but it's helping so many people at the same time. And I'm, right. I'm providing a service as well as helping myself out at the same time. There's no better feeling than help others. And when yourself. you find something you're passionate about, reinvest. Right. Oh, reinvest. Yeah. And you find something that works, you reinvest. Right. And it's, it's just, you know, the more money I've put into it, it's been excellent. Even though it can at time bring your money low when you're trying to stay stocked up at the end of the day it's always gonna sell it's always gonna sell especially with a state that just you know not recently but everyone here almost smokes you know you know it's very common yeah very common it it relaxes a lot of people and the, the medicinal benefits there's too much research out there to be denied nowadays so people use it for everything even uh people who are very sick and can't eat i don't know the proper medical term for it but my it's my friend's aunt and now that she uses thc and marijuana products she's now able to eat and not be as sick as she used to be so just in my life experience and what i've witnessed weed inspired me it inspired me, and it's something that no matter what I choose, no matter where I go, it will always be a side hustle because I've seen it help more people than bad, you know. And especially with the market and how big it is, too. I mean, so many side hustles have been scaled up into full-blown, you know, businesses itself. You know, it might get to a point where you don't even have to use it as a side hustle anymore. It can be like your main right. your main thing and right. it'll be great. It's, and that's the thing. Like I can respect that. You know, I, I didn't really have a lot of family that was like into that type of stuff. Yeah, you definitely didn't. <laughs> no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. my dad, like, yeah, they were, yeah. <laughs> that's how it was for me, for my parents. They were straight growing up, but it, what, what really fascinates me is with the, People going through the process of perfecting their passion more so in the cannabis industry. It, it, it's it's so many different things. You got to look at it on that type of aspect because there's so many people out there who are making different types of like, you know, stuff. You got to think it all originated from somewhere, right? Like I was having like original strains like Colombian Gold couch lock stuff like that afghan kush like that's more so the type of weed that's like that's what it originated from and now all these people have put different genetics and everything into it yeah everything's a damn hybrid nowadays everything's now a hybrid because it's just it they originated they took it crossed it wanted to take it and expand it and see what they could do with it now everything's a gosh darn hybrid for the most part it's really hard to find those og strains so that is impressive that he has kept those no you don't yeah the last time like he like kept the seats basically like that's what he told me 
he ended up keeping uh the like the seeds to the actual strains itself he had colombian gold so he was growing that it was like the hydroponics way which personally i think is a very good way to grow uh because the weed how it smokes like and the buds are so big and crystally it's so good yeah yeah for sure well i guess that leaves me i guess i'm sure well i guess Oh, yeah, it would be. So, like, my internal war is more so. So, I've dealt with, like, plenty of things in my life, even, like, growing up. So, in my early 20s, so I went into, like, real estate business with a body of mine. And we were going to do, like, a really good thing for the people, pretty much. We named it WTF. It was What the Flip. Right, because we were gonna be flipping houses, right? That's like the idealistic like company for today's generation, more so, because they one get a kick out of it, and two, like we're doing good for the community, right? At the same time, while we're able to help ourselves, while I was working crazy ass hours, dude. We're talking like sixteen hours a day, maybe getting two hours of sleep, so. I would go and work at night, and Mike would even, I'd even call him and talk to him and be like, dude, like, I'm just going to work. He's like, dude, I'm just getting off work. I'm like, well, I'm just going in. Yeah, and you would get off, because I remember I'd be getting off around, like, close to midnight, and you're like, yeah, bro, I just got here. I'm like, <laughs> never in a million years, bro. There's I was no working way. at this There's trucking no company, way. dude, yeah. and I had to work nights there and then go to school afterwards. Yeah, you would go, like, like straight to school. And I then, think, yeah, afterwards. straight yeah. to school. Fuck like, that. either that or I'd go home, take a shower, <laughs> go to class, pretty much, with my backpack. And the That's crazy... Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that for about like five months. So what was your why that held you there? I mean, other than the money. The why, honestly, was like, so it wasn't just the money aspect. It was the determination to be able to do something that I don't think I could have ever possibly done with myself. So it's important. Pretty much. Because I like to do that. Like, I like to be able to be challenged and like you. You know your capabilities. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So, in that aspect, I ended up going into business with this guy, right? And we wanted to, we were going to fix up his house. So, we made like well over a quarter million dollars, right? Just like chilling. Like, I think like the total was like 284, 285, something like that, close in that ballpark. Which is pretty good, and that's like we, because we eventually we wanted to do it on our own to sell it, but we ended up getting a realtor involved too. You know, sometimes I do some side work for as well too. He allows me to stay in business, and you know I worked all these hours, dude. I was like, holy fuck, I can do this. Honestly, one thing I'll tell you that kept me going was weed. I smoked weed while I was doing that. Oh, you know. It kept me motivated, uh, and it kept me going pretty much. So he ended up showing me out a you know a decent amount of money. I'm not gonna get too crazy up into it, but you know that basically was an internal war for me as well. Uh, aside from the fact that you know I alone myself, I've had two brain surgeries, so you know at like a teenage age 
coming from that and being able to just like understand what's going on at this point like I remember just one day I was basically in my house and I was putting away my laundry right I was falling away I had like stretched because like I felt like the need to but like I leaned my head back and like it just like it was a never-ending headache right it's like whoa this is weird yeah, exactly. So th- this is one big war that I face myself because it's a lifelong term. Um, but so I had, you know, ended up going into my ma's room. She was like, oh, we'll give you Tylenol and shit. We'll see what's good. If you can go to school, then go to school. We'll get it checked out at the doctor. So I didn't even make it through school, bro. Like, it was, like, first hour here, and I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So, luckily, my aunt was around the corner. She was, like, two minutes away, surprisingly. Rushed me to the hospital, and they had diagnosed me with, like, a condition called Chiari malformation. Wow, well, see, I've never even heard of that. So, I it's, like, where the spinal fluid... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, like, it's basically where, like, the spinal fluid gets caught on the cranium. So, like, it puts pressure on there. So, like, take a headache that you have more so, like a regular migraine, and times it by, like, 10, 15. That's what I'm dealing with. Like, where you can black out. Like, I'd be looking sometimes, and it'd be, like, holy fuck. Like, it's just black in my eyes. Like, I couldn't see anything around me. That's, like, some of the worst, like, you know, things I've had to deal with as myself. But I've overcame that, considering that soldier, these surgeries. I had, like, a surgery, like, where they inserted a VP shunt into my head, right? Mm. They ended up cutting my skull open, putting it to... No, no, I was, Gosh, I was asleep, I bro. I was asleep. Hundred percent asleep. I have, yeah, yeah. see those shows where... They're doing a specific brain surgery, and they have to keep you awake and either singing or talking to make sure they don't zap the wrong nerve or something. And it, it so it wasn't like that. Oh no, Thank nah, you. nah. But it was it was definitely very like uh, direct. Like I ended up going to the hospital, and they ended up like saying next. The next morning, basically at 10 in the morning, I was going to be having major brain surgery. They basically told me that, like, and my parents were like, my mom was in a little bit of shock. She was like, oh, my God, like, I'm assuming I think she started to cry, honestly, but I mean, that's how moms be. But regardless, I mean, so it was, uh, you know, pretty risky surgery for my for me. So what ground like what helped you? Because granted, that's a lot. You're, you thought you got thrown at yourself. Right. So what? continued to because a lot of people have a crush right like you'd be like well what's the point of anything so what was the what's what helped keep you going basically like my quote to the world is is like even those who get second chances still have that drive to show the world that like they can do it you don't ever have to give up well what exactly why i mean what doesn't kill you makes you stronger Mm mm-hmm Okay. It's true. It's a song. Don't know who the hell sings it. I, and I, I got through it. You know, I mean, it was a long process. It happened when I was like middle school going into high school. It was 
it, it was definitely a battle for sure. You know, I miss a lot of school. I remember there was times where I was getting rushed by the ambulance like every other week to like <laughs> go check out what was going on with me. Like cause sometimes I was prescribed a medicine that I shouldn't have been prescribed. You know, it just like, yeah, like, it was terrible, bro. Honestly, it, it honestly sucked. I mean, I still passed my freshman year, but my freshman year, I think I got like a 2.0 or something like that. I'm surprised I still passed with a bunch of seeds. Oh, like, because I had missed like so much time. But that says, yeah, but that says that cause, says a lot about your determination. Oh, a lot of people it's always been, a like, determination. It would have been like, this- yo, I fucked up. Like, my school year's over. Fuck. Like, but you actually kept going. So, yeah, you had a very strong either to keep pushing but look you say you're barely there you pass with a c i was there i passed with a d plus ah school is not my thing i feel 100 percent. it's not my thing either that's why i became an electrician bro I feel, but that's not important though. Uh, it's important to like find exactly what it is that you guys I mean, what anyone like does that they really excel at. And I think right. uh, society over here is so good at the whole cookie cutter approach that they want to shove everyone else being the exact same cookie cutter, you know, individuals, like cookie cutter path, job and everything. And this podcast, I mean, just, just today's episode is a good example of each of us doing something different, mm-hmm. completely taking different paths and still doing well for ourselves, no matter right. the setbacks that got us to like that. I, I, I should say that occurred ahead of time. And that's highly important. That goes to show example that you can do completely whatever society said not to and still make shit happen. And that's freaking right. great. And, and just don't be afraid of the journey, man. I yeah. mean, everyone's journey is different. So whether whether me and let's say all of us was trying to create a, a, a sock brand where we only right. did socks, you know what I'm saying? It, it's You can't be easily discouraged and you just got to keep pushing, put the time and put the hard work and do the things and really you can accomplish anything. It's just us as human beings and I'm not speaking for everybody here, but at least for majority, you know, they get half, they got one foot in, yeah, one, one foot, foot out. out. Yeah. And, and yeah. people don't understand that if this is something you want to make successful, this is going to take yeah. all your money. You got to be fully invested. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. got to be all gun ho and you got to be very passionate about what you got going on in order to really make it a success. Right. You know, because, right. yeah, because even with me, I mean, I would say. As far as me and internal struggles wise, um, or internal wars yeah, wise, yeah, yeah, you I haven't think. even answered yeah, yet, bro. Yeah, Let's get like- your answer out of here. <laughs> I'm done. Come on. Um, no, I mean for me, it wasn't. I mean anything like you know as crazy. I mean you guys definitely had. You guys are up there on a the scale for sure. I'm missing the things you guys have been through. For me, it was more of a um, environmental struggle. Just come from coming from being raised on a both sides of a defense. You know, it makes it hard to find where you fit in at like granted like i always had like plenty of friends acquaintances whatever else but that whole connection factor was hard it's hard to be there because you have one set of friends you know from the burbs they're like all right i know this life but you know you go to the other side and they're like all right well you don't know half the friends that are out there and you know the slums or whatever you're at and they're like shit the connection isn't there so i'm like i'm slapped in the middle and it's like i don't it's almost like you fit in both and yet don't fit it either at the same time. So it's just like, it was just that whole 
idea of feeling like you're like an island just drifting by yourself for the longest yeah you feel like you're almost on your own you know you got a bunch of friends but you've never been in a circle right you've never had that close friendship but you're friends with everybody right. at the same time. Exactly, exactly. And it's yeah. it's a weird yeah. feeling and at first it's cool, you know, especially when you're when you're young in yeah. high school. You feel unique. You're like, oh yeah, shit, okay, I'm, I'm there. Everyone like, knows me. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows my name. What's up? I'm right. five, blah blah blah. And everything and then, you know, you graduate and life goes on and you realize like Man, I don't even know these people no more. Yeah, I mean it was weird because I don't it, even got contact. Yeah, no, I no, I no feel more, cause you know? it hit me like because I, I wound going through that a little earlier. Like I think it finally hit me in um, mid middle or mid high school when I found like my good stride of finding a group. But I found like most of my my group I was gravitating towards was more of like the outcast group of just like right. they didn't fit in necessarily the whole societal norm of that area being demonized for whatever the heck that is that he did yeah. but they understood a lot of where i was coming from in my situation so that connection was built there so the buddies that i had you know i i had them for a long time i found out like it was a lot smaller pool than the whole amount of friends and acquaintances that i thought i had and i'm like shit so like once high school yeah, ended it gets like yeah, bro like, yeah. i'll be quite honest with you once you get up out of high school like you're not talking to that much people I had one friend growing up in my childhood, right? And I'm still buddies with him today. Like, his kid's my nephew, bro. Like, it's oh, crazy. No, like, yeah, I'm an uncle, bro. Yeah, no, no. It's crazy. His name's Henrik, bro. He's a cool kid, bro. He's funny. But yeah, no, no. seeing that aspect, like, with a buddy of mine who's a good friend who has a child already, like, that aspect is kind of crazy for me, right? Because it's like, oh, my God, like, I never would have thought he would have been a person to have a child. But, like, oh, no and he's a great yeah. kid, right? Yeah, like, no obviously, that ain't something that, you know, you're just, like, you're expecting more so, right? right? So I only had him, a couple other friends. I didn't even talk to him that much in high school, but obviously, like, I've known him so long, I can go time. Right without talking to somebody and so like be like basically yeah. it's the same vibe when I feel, you like reconnect with one another but i feel like you had that connection and like, you guys grew up in a similar area you had yeah, like, grew the up same... like four houses from exactly me, so. exactly see i didn't have i didn't have that like i did but it's like i had to disappear for a while because you granted i was the kid who had divorced parents like same like yours but i was gone every other week so there was no or you get a choice to stay my your parents mom's. went well when did your parents divorce my parents divorced when i was like going into high school see my divorce when i was two so like oh, that okay. was different so like, i grew up having to there was no choice so you get to go to your mom's while your dad's it was every other week you're gonna switch between the two so it's like one week you yeah, had we friends. had to like be at our mom's yeah. our I, I literally had like two lives yeah. there was one week i stayed i had a whole different life than the next and like the people that crossed between the two they were like shit this is a whole different situation that you're in regardless of what side they were in so just meeting that in the middle and just dealing with the struggle of like all right like instead of like looking at the bad in it it's looking at the fact like yo you're if you come at it from a different angle, it's like you're in a perfect angle of mediation where you know where both sides are going through and their struggles are. And you can kind of help connect where the gray areas are in both sides for which they're not connecting. And, and I put a lot of friend groups together that, you know, that were on my friends from both sides and where they would have never connected with in the past. They're like, shit, like 
fucking i didn't know we had so much in common and it's like yeah bro i promise you we do so there's stuff like that it's freaking dope but um well that's the my next question too so yeah do you believe that your past internal wars help prepare you better for your your future ones like do you Uh, think i definitely have to say that for sure okay especially from the shit that you've like came from right you look at your past and you're like holy fuck like it's like five six years ago right 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 Mm -hmm. like but in that aspect, I became a better person over the time. Obviously, had to grow up, you know, because I'm 25 years old now. Yeah. We're not 26 next year, but in that aspect, I'd say I've had to, I've learned a lot and also been forced at the same time. Yeah. Because Life of the will pure do that fact too. that, like, yeah. it's like, damn, like, I really got to learn what my path is, right. what I'm going to be able to achieve. What is it that I'm satisfied with, you know, more so? And that's the thing with me is I'm never satisfied. I can Mm -hmm. never be satisfied until I feel like there's going to be one point where I will be. But, like, I feel like in that aspect, the people who constantly have different goals, whether they be small, midterm, or even, like, you know, long-term goals, they're able to accomplish those and just feel good about themselves. Right. And, like... Exactly. And yeah. that's when you get the gratification. Yeah. And same thing for you, Cody. Like, do you, what was, do you feel like your past uh, internal wars helped prepare you for like your future ones? Or do you feel I'm, like I'm, there was I'm no? I'm a very firm believer of anything that, ha- you know, everything happens for a reason, you know? So, with that being said, I mean, everything you go through, the positive, the negative, the hardship, it shapes to who you are today. And it's going to shape how you express yourself in the future. And you can either turn that to a positive or you could turn that to a negative. And it's all up to the individual. But, but to me, in my opinion, there's already so much bullshit into this world. You might as well be a part of the solution. You know, 100%. That's definitely deep, for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people spend their time... Uh complaining about how the world is and it's like well that's mm-hmm. great but you have two choices either find a way to make it accommodate to you and make the best use of it or find some way to change it and that's your right. only option but talking about it is not gonna like, you gotta do more than just complain about mm-hmm. it and i feel like a lot of people get stuck in that that mindset of constantly doing that no 100 sure. you you have to you gotta be the change you want to see in the world right right you it starts with you with random acts of kindness with with random things no matter what no matter how shit uh, your life is going no matter how down you feel those random acts of kindness i'm a big believer of karma too what goes around comes around you know what i'm saying you put positivity out in the world you're gonna get it back you know and so with that being said it's just you know i always try to back to preschool rules Treat everyone how you want to be treated. You know, the same respect, no matter where they come from, no matter their background, no matter where they're at financially, or if they're begging on the street, you know. And don't get me wrong, there's people that scam and do all that, but as a genuine person, you can siphon out who's genuine and not. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It's similar with me. I believe everything has a balance to it in a way and i feel like yeah that same energy you you put out there you often get back regardless of it being good or bad so right. you, you definitely gotta watch what you do for sure uh 
be, I guess, that leads me to my next question, too. So, was there anyone that uh, helped you guys get through your internal struggles? And if so, like, where did you have to, you have to find them? Well, or was First there, off, yourself well, obviously, who you got to understand. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't... It, it's hard to say, like, different people because in the aspect, they're not really going through that situation. So, you have to understand, you have to get yourself out of that and get yourself into, like, that routine of, like, you know... I'm trying to be someone that I'm trying to like, you know, be a role model to the community or something. Yeah, you right, got to. Right. You have if it's to. Forced, then you're half-assing it. Absolutely. Yeah. But if if it's if you really believe in it and you're really going gun ho, yeah, and that's courage. the flow naturally. You're that's the courage. flow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of people. Uh, wind up chasing like we talked about this recently the whole chasing the money aspect and you wind up getting constant friction because you're you're going against the tide and it's not something that you're really fully interested in so like you're forcing yourself to do something and you're wondering why you're not getting the progress you want in it and it's like well you're not fully into it it's not it's not you it's not meant for you you can't force yourself to do it based on money you got forced to do it off of passion and if it's a passion it's not gonna be forced in general yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be very free-flowing and if then the money you go into something with no passion it's 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 hard i mean it's just gonna be another job you're gonna quit in the yeah. future but you see it so happy so a comment online again people are like oh i hate my job oh who's hiring or oh can i be here and do this and do that and i get people going through hard times but i'm like if you're at a point where you're really hating your job like that like you only have a few options and if it's not benefiting you in terms of learning or money then there's no right. point of you being there you're not you're not getting anything that you need to out of it so i feel like that's that's incredibly important so uh but yeah so the, like i was asking did anyone get you through your internal struggle or was it mainly like a solo so really game? it was um you know like i said i've been through treatment three times for various drug problems never had an alcohol problem thank god um the first two times i went i was not very adamant about getting clean i was there for the wrong reasons and uh, i was there because you know i wanted to make my family happy but i knew the day got i got out first place i was heading was that dealer and um you know i've restarted my life so many damn times eventually you get sick and tired of being sick you and do. tired you do absolutely you get that. sick and tired of being sick and motherfucking tired, man. Yeah. It's, it's, and once you hit that point, and, and everyone's got a different journey. People can come to that realization tomorrow. People can come to it next week, or hell, even five years from now. But when they do, they're going to thank themselves. Their health, their well-being, the people around them, the friends they hang out with and surround themselves with. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big, major change. And the third time I went in, I was very adamant about getting clean and just getting my wits back together so I can start doing my passions again. So you did it for you. Yeah. It was for you that time. You're like, right. shit, I got to do this for me now. Not for them, it's for me. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%, yep. I feel it. I had to do it for myself because I knew I had people counting on me. I knew I had loved ones, and, and that's something a lot of people, even with mental illness, have to remind themselves is that when, when you not only try to harm yourself or go along those lines or deal with that, it affects the people around you too, your family, the people who care about you, the people that love you. And, it, it, and to be that way is, a, in a way, a selfish act. 
you know, because you know you have loved ones there to talk to. And if you don't, you know you have friends. And if you don't have friends, guess what? I saw a commercial the other day. Online motherfucking therapists. They got everything (laughs) out there. Technology. Make use of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. No, it's good because I tell people all the time. I'm like, you have to make use. Like, technology is a tool. So it's neither good or bad, but it's how you make the use of it. it. Yeah. So if you have, like, an opportunity to get that help from online rather than traveling miles at a time to try to get it, like, bro, use that. Like, no matter how cliche or cheesy it might seem, that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. You take that. I don't care if freaking Bill down the street or Sandy around the corner isn't using it. If that's what you need to use, like, that's... Right. Like, use it, bro. No Do one's judging you for, for that. Do best for yourself, and don't, don't be afraid to be judged, because, I mean, pff, shoot, we all got our quirks. We all got our shit. We all got our thing. Do what you got to do to get yourself right. Right. I think, yeah, because I think there was a a certain quote I saw the other day that was saying that, I forgot who said it, but there's so many nowadays. And not Um, you, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There was, uh, they were saying how, like, there's going to come a certain point where, like, no one's going to come help you. Like, they don't know what's going to force you to get off the couch. No one's going to stop, force you to stop doing whatever. No one's going to force you to go to the gym, to apply to that job. Especially when you're making empty promises. That's what a lot of lazy people do. No offense. I, I have my lazy times, but. You know that a lot of times their responses are just to get you shut to shut up. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like hey, I'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll put it off. I'll do this, and well, tomorrow comes, and you're, Shit, you're like, I'm no here. initiative. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly, exactly. So, did you really want to do it, or did it just make you feel good talking about it? Right. I mean, it, it, there's there's a, a quote I have on my phone, and I wish I could gosh darn remember it, but basically, if you know, if you talk about it, or if you think about it, it's a it's a thought. If you if if you talk about it, it's an idea. Right. If right. you schedule it, it's real. Right. It's true. You know? It's very true. Very very true. I think a lot of people, because a lot of people are stuck, and I feel like in that middle stage of just being like, yo, like I have these, I have all these these things going on in my head, and I feel like I can do a lot with it. But there's no schedule. There's no plan. There's no strategy. And I'm like, well, it's just gonna stay. It's going to stay as it is. It's not going to be anything. It's going to be a whole theory that you think is going to work. But until you actually schedule it out, until it being a plan, to being actually a physical thing, yeah, now you, you can set make like, steps. Real. Yeah, you yeah. can set up steps and whatever to, to accomplish small goals to add to the big ones. And, you know, again, holding on to that why or a few whys. And then, yeah, you find out you, you, you're halfway there and then you're there. And you what's beautiful about the schedule in, in, in that metaphor and in that aspect is that when you both, have it on schedule especially ahead of time there's no chance they ain't gonna miss it right right exactly it wasn't just hey you know i got an idea come by thursday if you can you know come by this day if you can it's no there's a set time set date this is when we're meeting let's go let's get it done a lot oh no i was just gonna say a lot of people like to dance around the bush and they don't get straight to the motherfucking point. It's true. That's very true. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's very true. And, and it don't do nobody a favor. Exactly. Maybe save some feelings, but at the end of the day, we're human. We're meant to feel feelings. Right. 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 Whether it's negative, positive, no matter what. I mean, especially, I don't, even if you're a hothead, take the advice that's given to you. 
because it comes from different perspective, different lives, different experiences. You may think in, in your head, oh, this person don't know what they're talking about. They ain't been through what I've been through. Guess what? They ain't tell you half the shit that they've been through and why they're looking out for you in that way. Right, because I feel like half the people that are willing to share their story are like willing to help you in some way, depending on age group and whatever else. Maybe not even that, but I feel like in some ways they can see a previous version of themselves in you, and, and, and you or whoever is they're talking to or whatever. And that's why they want to Yeah, preach. and they're like, yo, I got to help this person somehow because right. I've been there in some way, even if it's not directly associated. Like the same feelings, the same emotional, the same internal war is there. And they're like, shit, well, if I can help, then that's that's right. <laughs> that's one step of the way. The craziest part is the craziest part is is when you come in contact with those people. Like, I've had so many instances where you just like get that like deja vu almost. Like it's like no, whoa, really. dude! Like this is crazy that you've almost like you may not have faced the same battles I felt I faced. Right. You know, but, but everyone handles it not the same way. exactly. It, so it's like interesting to really like understand how those people face their internal wars. Yeah, it's super intriguing to me. Well, I feel like it's the only way to grow in some aspects, right? Because you only know the most of what you know. Well, yeah, because you, you learn, learn like yeah. you know, so learning you learn. from different people's right. mistakes, right. what not and what to do, type of ordeal, and. That really makes, I feel like a person really excel when they want to come to their success. Yeah, but you got to be open-minded enough to do it. I you mean, have yeah, to. Yeah. You have to be. You, you can't be very close. Right? You got to know yourself, to. too. Yeah. Yes, you have to make that own self-happiness is what I like to call it. Yeah. You have to be able to be happy with yourself and what you're doing to be able to you know, make the people around you happy. Right. And help to provide, you know, when we have future families. Right. Stuff like that. Be an asset, not a detriment. Right. You know? Exactly. Right, right. Be right. an asset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell yeah, guys. This has been a dope fucking podcast. I Fuck appreciate yeah, it's you been guys. A dope for podcast. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, I think we, we covered a lot this podcast, bro. We freaking, yeah. we, 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 did, we, we have been all over, all over the realm in freaking terms of internal wars and even marijuana itself. So. Right. I apologize to the viewers if at times I didn't make sense. Oh, no, bro. You got I got a. Uh, bro, you are my good. My brain you is. You are good. You're good. You're good, bro. I it's a little out there, but I'm building it back. <laughs> no, that's what great because we need that. We need that creative thinking and right. like that. Yeah, all of that because that that helps people think outside the box. And we have too much in the box thinking. You don't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So no, I freaking I we need that, bro. So I appreciate that. And you're, again, you're welcome on here anytime. I know Alex told you that earlier too. But yeah, no, yeah. Thank come back, you bro, guys. For sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, yeah like I said, it was an honor to be here. Yeah, I love- great fucking podcast. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Great podcast. Absolutely. This is interesting. Yeah. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah, bro. I would, yeah. Anytime you guys got a slide available for me, I know you guys are pretty busy. You know, we'll slide through and we'll spit some shit again. Hell yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, thank you. uh, You guys for all joining us on another episode of Couch Talks. First one of the season. I believe, right? We finished the last one, which is Alex and I. Now it's the yeah, this is actually the first episode, dude, yeah, in the new season. season. Yeah, oh, season. Wow. You're a fucking goat, bro. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I feel honored, honored. Yeah, there you go. First episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get yeah. you. We got you right, bro. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. And uh, like I said, again, the, the shit, listeners, if you. 
you guys just gotta listen to every episode every morning i turn this shit on and it's <laughs> it's it's just you know it's something fresh it's something new and that's condoned by cody mack owner of statewide tribe ceo man i i love i love what the, you guys got going on here and i fucking approve this message <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, hell yeah i felt like i was watching a political commercial oh yeah That's freaking dope, bro. i feel I important appreciate you. i appreciate <laughs> you for sure well you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend i guess we're probably hearing this freaking sunday monday time so i guess enjoy your work yeah, week. it's weekend time I'm- for sure well absolutely so uh till next week guys uh peace peace